Hello, I'm Eric Chabro, executive editor of GovInfoSecurity.com, and here are our top stories for the past week. There's been a lot of action in the House of Representatives. A House Oversight and Government Reform Subcommittee approved the Federal Information Security Amendment Act. That measure, which goes to the full committee for consideration, would require the president's top cybersecurity advisor and the federal chief technology officer to be confirmed by the Senate. The bill also would establish a panel of government IT security specialists to direct agencies on steps they must take to secure their digital assets. The legislation also would require federal agencies to employ real-time security monitoring of their information systems to replace the current paper process. Another bill introduced Thursday by Representative Jim Langevin and Michael McCall also would establish a national cyberspace office in the White House with a Senate-confirmed director. Their bill would give the director sweeping authority to review and approve the IT security budgets of federal civilian agencies. Representative McCall explains why. Without the requisite authority, they can't carry out the mission. It had to be elevated to the White House to, to, to have the you know, imprimatur of the presidency. Without that authority given to this person with some budgetary authority, they really can't carry out the mission. And that's precisely, in my view, why Melissa Hathaway probably stepped down. You know, she was set up to fail in this position. Now let's turn to our podcast interview. This week we spoke with IT security analyst Richard Steenan. His book, Surviving Cyber War, is being published this month. In our chat, Steenan says the term cyber war is often misused, and he doesn't want to fall into the trap of overhyping conditions. We have government systems, for the most part, that are extremely vulnerable, and the government has let its guard down and has to do a lot of backtracking and filling to correct those issues. But the claim we're at war with somebody, I think, is going over the top. And from our blogs, I take note of an interview conducted by the Center for Strategic and International Studies with Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. He's the Rhode Island Democrat who chairs the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence's Cybersecurity Task Force. In the interview, Whitehouse raises the following questions. At some point, should we begin to license in some way access to the web in the same way that you license access to the geographical highways? You know, you can't drive a car that doesn't have lights on it. You can't drive a car with the muffler dragging down the street. You can't drive the car at 110 miles an hour. But you can take a laptop that is just crawling with malware up onto the Internet. What are the consequences? What should the consequences be for those kind of private decisions? A spokesman for White House later clarified that the senator was merely making a comparison about safety and not proposing an Internet licensing process. Just as well, it's hard to imagine how a licensing process could be pulled off. For more blogs, podcast interviews, and the latest government cybersecurity news, please visit GovInfoSecurity.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Eric Chabro.